What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Where the Bear podcast, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Today we welcome in a special women's soccer edition of the Where the Bear podcast. As always, the head coach Juan Pablo Favero, as I always like to emphasize a Favero, as he told me time and time again, I, I do it the best out of anybody he's ever heard. Uh, Emma Volker, <laughs> uh, Emma Volker off the women's soccer team as well, joining us here today and first uh, Wampa, we know how you feel. We always we always talk about it. But Emma, how how does it feel here to be in your inaugural edition of the Wear the Bear podcast? It's awesome. I think that this is an awesome thing for our program to start doing and start to see more insight on the athletics here. Yeah, absolutely. And and coach, how are you doing? I mean, look, I I, I know the answer uh, that you're going to give me. I know how you're doing. But other than that, you know, how's things going? Yeah, you know, obviously we're we're not uh, we're not getting the results, and so that's tough on all of us, sure. uh, coaching staff, players. Uh, I know all the Golden Grizzly supporters out there, and uh, we're working hard uh, to to change that, and and that's all uh, that we can control right now is is our uh, preparation, uh, our training, and uh, you know keep moving forward. It, this is not a fun uh, place to be at for anybody, but. Uh, a friend of mine, a colleague, told me yesterday on the phone, to, called me to encourage me and said, you know, this this is a blessing. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, he goes, yeah, you know, you talk about growth mindset a lot, and, and this is an opportunity. You know, when in your career can you ever say that you, that your record is what it is right now with no wins? And and, and this is the first for me. And, and so um, I think good things will come for, from it. We'll learn about ourselves as a team. I'll learn a lot about myself as a coach and a leader. And so, you know, every opportunity is an opportunity to learn and grow. And, and um, while this is not fun, sure. um, it's it's a necessary part of our transition right now. Unfortunately, um, you know, the results aren't coming, but uh, we're close. I, I really still believe we are close to, to, to seeing it all come together. And Coach, and Emma, I'll ask you this question too, because you've you've been to the quote-unquote mountaintop as well. You've played in NCAA tournaments. You've won Horizon League championships before. So I'll pose this question to both of you, and Emma, we'll start with you. Does it give you an advantage to be in this position now because you know what it takes to be a champion, specifically in the Horizon League? And, and Coach Favero, you, you know too. You've been to the mountaintop too at San Diego State. Do, Emma, does that give you something that you can hang your hat on when times are the toughest like they are right now? Do you find yourself you can draw on that experience? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like my freshman year when we did go that far and we were that successful, we started off just as we have this Absolutely. year. We uh, things weren't going our way. We had a lot of losses and ties, and we never thought that we were going to get that breaking point. And when we did, it just didn't stop, and we were very successful. And I just try to keep reminding the girls this year about that team and that it's coming, and all it takes is just one win. And Coach Favero, that was before your time when you got here, but a very similar bl blueprint to what we've seen this year that saw this Golden Grizzlies team. This was Emma's freshman year that went to the NCAA tournament. And look, even through your time, you guys had a historic run in the Mountain West when you were at San Diego State, but that wasn't always – it wasn't always picking cherries and strawberries every single day. I mean, there's challenges all the time. It, it never is, you know, and um, you definitely draw from, uh, from all experience, the positives, the negatives, you know, not just my time at San Diego State, State, I, you know, I've been a head coach before and, and have inherited, you know, teams uh, with much less talent than we have here uh, in much dire, uh, you know, situations than this. And so you draw on all of that. You draw on all your experiences, the positives, the negatives, you know, the, the growth opportunities. And one of the things that, you know, uh, we're trying to convey to the team is, 
is that, uh, you know, we are talented, but talent is not enough. Uh, talent has never been enough for any team in any league. Uh, you know, you have to be consistent in your work rate and your effort uh, and in your teamwork. Um, and again, these are themes that we keep trying to hit home with the, the girls. And at some point, I, I you know, I'm optimistic that it's, again, it's going to come together, not just the on the field, but the off the field things we're continuing to work on. Women's soccer coach Juan Pablo Favera, Emma Volker from the women's soccer team joining us here on the Wear the Bear podcast. All you got to do is go to iTunes, search Golden Grizzlies, click subscribe. It's just that easy, folks. As always, the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. And Emma, you and I were talking before we, we went to the air here, and, and Coach, you and I talked about this, I believe, yesterday. Through all of this and through all the challenges of the start, you guys coming up this week, on Saturday, we'll travel to Cleveland State. A quick turnaround, Detroit Mercy comes into town here to play at the Oakland Soccer Field, a game that will be available on ESPN3. And then just a few days later, Youngstown State pays a visit to Rochester. So, Emma, I'll ask you this question. You and I talked about this a couple minutes ago. Through all of this, you guys in the span of seven days still have an opportunity to change the entire face of this season. You guys come through that with nine points all of a sudden you're making your way towards the top of the table and all of this is a distant memory as hard as that is to believe yeah it's crazy like wampa kept telling us like going into conference it's like clean sheet nothing we've done before you know really matters and you know even with the loss against green bay like this weekend is very very crucial for us and like i said before it only takes one win Sure, ab absolutely but coach again the, the dynamic of of league play and, and the way that the script can flip in the span of seven days i mean I say it, and, and you nod your head because you know, because you've lived it before, but is, is it still kind of – because to me, being the broadcaster, so this is somewhat unbelievable that, that you have the ability to shake all this off in the span of seven days. It's right there in front of you. Yeah, it is, and, and that's true for, for every other team in the sure. league. You know, obviously uh, Milwaukee's coming in undefeated, and, and – uh, Their fortunes at, can change. At SDSU, we were in that boat too, and, and, and the, the season starts over. It's 0-0-0 zero, zero, zero for everyone right now. And we dropped a disappointing game uh, at Green Bay, but um, but yeah, we we feel like uh, the rest of the season's still there. Uh, obviously, eight more games. Um, we get to play a couple back-to-back -back home games, which has been a rare thing for us. I don't think we've done that uh, all year until now. Uh, it's coming up after this uh, road trip, so um, so we'll welcome that obviously, and 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 this gives us time to regroup too a little bit this week. Uh, we were able to give the team an extra day off to recover physically and and uh, get some, uh, you know, R and R mentally as well, and and then we'll get to work back tomorrow and and focus solely on uh, Cleveland State. That's the only game that matters. Uh, we got to take care of that game on the road, uh, and then we'll we'll prepare for Detroit Mercy after that. So, absolutely, and that is where the women's soccer team stands. So, Emma, let, let's get into you a little bit and your career here at Oakland now you being a junior this year you you have an interesting story to me and this was something I, I was unaware of up until we just talked about it a few moments ago and we'll, we'll touch on on your family's Michigan State ties in just a moment <laughs> but but your career you came from Wald Lake Northern a local local school here in, in Commerce Michigan not too far from the campus but I'm, I want to know from when you're a high school player, because I, I find I have, I've asked this question a thousand times and I've gotten a thousand different answers, which is why it always intrigues me. Coming from Waldwick Northern High School, you step on the field here at Oakland, Division I NCAA women's soccer. 
you score your first goal against Michigan State in front of a record crowd here at the Oakland Soccer Field, over 1,000 people in attendance for the game. When was the moment where it hit you where you said, I can play at this level? Because obviously you know you can play because you're here, but it's still one of those things you have to – you have to experience it before you know. When was the moment you knew that you could play and play well at this level? I mean, if I'm being completely honest, I would have to say the first day because as a player you have to know and be confident in yourself from day one and because every single day counts here, especially in Division One athletics because it's so competitive and everyone here is so talented. You're coming from somewhere where, you know, you're the best player and that's how everyone is and then they come into a group where, okay, well, everyone was the best player. Right. So it's it's mainly just having the confidence from the get-go. Like, yeah, like I've earned the right to be here. I deserve to be here. Now I just got to show it. Emma, you, you shared a good story with me before we went on the air, and I, I brought up that Michigan State game because that's where you scored your first career NCAA goal and the huge crowd and all the circumstance that was going on. And you brought up the fact your entire family – went to Michigan State, and it was expected that's where you were going to go to school too, but it didn't turn out that way. I know everybody here at Oakland's kind of glad that it didn't, though. Yeah. Tell, tell us that story. Yeah, so my whole family are very diehard Michigan State fans. The whole family went to state. My, both my parents did, aunts and uncles. So growing up, it was kind of like always that thing that it was something that was expected of me that I would end up there, like playing sports or not. And when it came down to making decisions of where I wanted to go, I guess I just kind of wanted to go against the grain a little bit and do something different. And Oakland just felt like home to me. Now, obviously, they're your family, and they love you, and they're proud of you and things like that. But did it just just between you and I, I, I won't tell your family, <laughs> but just between you and I, did it feel good to, to, to slot that ball home and get that goal against against a family's alma mater like that? Yeah, it felt amazing. <laughs> See, even though there was a 1,000 people there, the only people I cared about were my family that were there. That was the main thing is that I scored in front of them against Michigan State. It didn't but, matter about anyone but, else. But they were rooting for Oakland for sure. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, for sure. Emma Volker joining us here. Juan Pablo Favero, the Women's Soccer Wear the Bear podcast. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of uh, the Golden Grizzlies. So, Emma, again, it's an interesting dynamic because that's an, another different answer that I've gotten to that question. You said from minute one when I stepped on the field, did you ever dream when you were playing in high school that you would get to play in front of record crowds and play Big Ten opponents, play in the NCAA tournament against Notre Dame and play the finest competition in collegiate soccer? When you started kicking that ball, even going back to when you were a little kid, did you ever dream it would take you to, to places like this? Wow, yeah, of course. And it's crazy because when you actually get there and there is a crowd that's that big, you really don't realize that there's that many people there until after and you look up and you're like, wow, there's that many people there. Because you're just so fixated on the game and on your team that really like the the publicity and the crowd and everything is just kind of background. Right, absolutely. So, Coach, I mean, you know, as we wrap things up here on the Wear the Bear podcast, again, just kind of touching on the schedule, uh, you guys will be squaring off against Cleveland State. That'll come up this Saturday. Uh, you'll be back in town against Detroit Mercy. That'll be on Wednesday, I believe, and that game will be available on ESPN3. Also love to have you out at the Oakland soccer field. Quick turnaround, Youngstown State in town the following Saturday. So, again, Coach, it's a seven, it's a seven-day stand where, where you have three match games and really anything can happen. 
what do you do? You have three matches in seven days. I mean, the pros don't play three matches in seven days. So, Emin, I'll ask you this question in a moment, but as a coaching staff, what do you guys do to get through the gauntlet of three games well, in seven days? Uh, part of why we gave an extra day off this week was was not just uh, retroactive of sorts, but proactive looking looking forward as well. Um, and, and, you know, in terms of planning for those games, uh, the, the biggest thing we, we do as a staff and we try to make sure our team is disciplined on it is the one game at a time mentality uh, because, you know, if we start looking at Youngstown, let's say that that's, you know, that's, yeah, that's seven days away or whatever, uh, but, but that's three games from now and we, we can't afford that luxury. The mindset that we want our team in right now is that uh, that one game at a time and then we approach each game like if it were a final. And it is right now where we're at. Every single game should matter that much to us. Um, and, and we should be motivated and prepared to not only play like it, it's a final, but to play to win it uh, like it's a final. And, and if we have that approach and we continue to build uh, on the you know tactical things we're working on in attack and, and get back to defending well, and uh, you know I think we have a chance at each game. If we look at all three games at once, it could get overwhelming for all of us. So we have to stay really laser focused on that one game at a time. And and right now it's Cleveland State and we'll, we'll do our best uh, to be prepared for that game. Uh, and the players need to do their best to be uh, prepared and and ready to play that game like a final. And I think we, we have a chance at winning any of these games if we have that approach. Emma, as a player, uh, you probably take a little more seriously the recovery the rehydration, all those, all the, all the little things that if you just have one match in a week, you might not pay as close attention to that detail. That's something that becomes of the utmost importance, isn't it? Yeah, it's very important, especially this year. We've had a lot of like double headers in one weekend, and it is very important for us, especially the girls who are getting a lot of minutes, to make sure that they're taking care of their bodies in terms of nutrition and hydration and all that. And we're very fortunate here that we have people who can help us with that. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt about it. So, Coach, one other thing I did want to touch on, uh, both with you and Emma, because you and I talked about this, the the switch in style, the switch in tactics that, that comes in that you bring to the table. Uh, you and I have talked about this in previous Where the Bear podcast, uh, the, where you're from, being down from Argentina and the beautiful game and, and all those types of things. And you made a comment that was intriguing to me. You said, you said Emma really seems to have a, a good understanding of what we're trying to do here. And, Emma, I'll ask you that question. Why, why are you so versatile as a player? Why, why can you play really any kind of style? Um, that's a great question. Um, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> I feel like how I've been raised and coached and trained is trying to be that player. Like I've been trained in all aspects, like to be good at pretty much everything and to make sure that I'm ready to do anything and prepared to adapt to anything that's thrown in my way, which is going to happen. You're never like growing up, like I've been playing for 18 years. It's never going to be the same. You're never going to have the same coach or the same style. You're never going to always be where you want to be on the field, especially coming into college athletics. So, you know, you just got to be ready and you just got to make sure that you can play wherever because it really does. It not only does it benefit you, but it benefits the team. Coach, how important is that versatility uh, to you and especially to what you want to do right here? Yeah, you know, I want to highlight in her answer that's that's the growth mindset that we're talking about that we need to have all of our players to have in terms of that flexibility, that willingness to, um, you know, do what's asked of you. And it may not feel like it's uh, the right thing, uh, but that trusting of the coaching staff that we're we're trying to play uh, players in the areas where, one, we need them, 
uh, to where we think their strengths help us the most. Uh, and Emma can, it's versatile. She can play, you know, probably three different roles for us, uh, if not four. Um, you know, and so right now we're playing her where we feel we need her the most. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it, it, would, it would be nice. I told her jokingly yesterday, uh, if we could clone her and play her in two spots at once, we would. I think the NCA would take issue with that. Yeah. Uh, not not to mention her family. But uh, well, I don't think there's any rules on the books. Though, I know. Coach. I'm, uh, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. Hey, in like 20 years, we might we might have those rules. But uh, but no, her attitude is uh, is great. She's 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 um, um, trying to lead the team as well uh, with. Uh, her example of her work rate, but also then, you know, she's earned the, the right to, to speak up and, and she's done a good job at, at challenging her teammates uh, and encouraging them at the same time. And that's, that's a hard balance to find, uh, but, but she's doing a great job in there. And uh, we're, we're glad she's going to be here for another year. And, and uh, well, like obviously we're not done with this year um, and uh, we're all working hard to, to turn the tide. Um, so um that's what we'll keep focused on. Absolutely. And you guys certainly have the opportunities to do so. Well, Coach Wampa, Emma Volker, I certainly do appreciate your work rate here today at the Where the Bear podcast, as always. And thanks, everybody, for listening as well. Remember, if you want to subscribe to the Where the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group, all you have to do, go to iTunes, search Golden Grizzlies, click subscribe. It's that easy. All the episodes will download right to your phone, and away you go. When you're in the car, just go ahead, turn on that Bluetooth, and give it a listen. So for Emma Volker, and women's soccer coach Juan Pablo Favero. This is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Thank you for listening, everybody. Well, see you later.